Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 178 of Soundwave. I'm your host, Matt, joined my co-host, Carlos. Yeah. We are here in the basement again. Uh, it's not too hot down here. That's nice. Yeah, it's not too hot. It's, uh, it's another day. It's another gorgeous summer day out there. Uh, how you been, man? All right. Yeah, just all right. Just all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about the same. Yeah. Nothing too new to report. No, no. Well, yeah, you didn't do anything exciting recently. No, I don't want to talk about that. No, no. no. Uh, yeah, what have you been up to, man? Well, you know, my not so exciting, uh, it was like, what, two weekends ago? I don't know. I went to Gen Con. I went oh, to Gen that's Con. right. Yeah, that was, a, that was a lot of fun. What's your top highlight? I don't know. I gotta like test out some fun games, and we also did. We did. We had a actually scheduled a D and D game where we went and like sat and like played a, a short like four hour game. Which I heard. That, which I heard that you and Casey derailed a little bit, like you, you usually didn't do. Derail it. <laughs> this is like we were a little took control. There you go. Took control is a better word for it. Like, uh, was that like with, we, when we play games? We're a little bit more forceful with our characters, and was that some with people like other not, people then that you didn't know at the yeah, table? Yeah, yeah. Like we had a. Uh, other Matt with us, but we also had we were playing with uh, three other people. Also. Oh wow, that's a pretty big crew, actually. Yeah, yeah, it was like a six players. Yeah, it was six players total. Okay, and then like one DM running it. And what did you guys play? Uh, it was um, it was a one shot that was still is still in development. I can't remember what the name of it okay. was, but it was it was fun. The uh, I was wondering too when you guys did it. Casey said you were signing up for it. Uh, did they have characters already made for yeah, you? Yeah, okay. uh, characters already made. Um, everything was provided for us except apparently uh, uh, pencils. Oh, that okay. Was, that was not <laughs> that was not provided. Like, but luckily somebody had an extra pen on the table, so I had a, a pencil. Oh, okay. Yeah, because that, that would take a way too much time if everybody had to create their own character and everything before you started. I mean. But. It would take some people a long Some time. people, yes, yes. Some people understand but, the rules pretty well. But and still. And just like, oh, just hammer out a character. But still, to streamline well, it more yeah, for right. all the people yeah, who have never absolutely. really played or just starting to play and stuff. Yeah, yeah. it was like, uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. I did that. Uh, and like, tested. Uh, we did uh, sat in and played the new pandemic game. Uh, oh, not Rapid Response. That was, that was also a fun pandemic game. But we played uh, the pandemic uh, Rome. Oh, okay. And that was a lot of fun. So basically, like you're set in like a Europe, of course, during the era of Rome, and uh, you're not fighting diseases; you're fighting barbarians. Oh, so the and same gameplay, no, like, yeah. Okay. Like, and there's no actual cure for barbarians except yeah. like murder. Yeah. So you gotta deal with wipe them out all the barbarians. And the hordes are slowly advancing, and like okay. they have like actual like paths they have to follow. And so then, can you like? Uh capture them and turn them into you or you, you just can have to... yeah if you have uh there's you can get treaties with barbarians and if you get that pulled if you pull that off uh you if you're in the same area as that color you can convert them oh okay so nice um yeah anything else no? oh there was a lot of games this, this is it was like almost two weeks ago now mm-hmm. so like some of it's like starting to fade away i picked up a bunch of rpg sets okay. and uh, we played mothership last year yep and i picked up a Another book for that, uh, no, two more books for that. One of them is like just a fan scene that's full of like a whole bunch of fun, like D10 charts to roll on for fun stuff. Okay. Definitely fun and not horrific <laughs> stuff. Uh, but uh, I also grab like, I also got a, uh, like, it was a really cool, uh, like just a small, very small pamphlet, like a, like maybe three pages or like, well, it just folds out to be flat, of course. But, uh, and that is like an entire uh, game. Like oh, just okay. like a one shot mission to do like that was like really cool like way of like handling a one shot and they were able to get the whole 
like a story, how the adventure's going to play out, like what they have to do to win, and hmm. it's really cool. Nice. Yeah, I saw some of the other games Casey picked up. I want to try and play some of those, too. I heard some good stuff about them. Kelsey said she met you at a, a Swinging Bridge the other day oh, and yeah. played something over there. She said it was a riot. Yeah, we played a, uh, well, until Casey decided, it was like something where you had like <laughs> a, have cards for accommodation, like a t- like play cards to like guess like a combination okay. and steal stuff. And then Casey, like, because he had like a handful of cards, he decided, like, you know, since I was just playing mind games, you know, I know you're going to play with that, but you were probably going to do that. Like, apparently, I was doing too well out of that. So, of like, instead, he decided to start so choosing at random. Focus just goes right onto you. He's like, oh, I'm just going to choose at random now. Like, well, like now the fun's gone for right. me. I just have, <laughs> I have like now just a static one in five chance or one right. in seven chance, depending on what it is. Oh. Like, no, the mind games are where it's fun. Yeah, it is. It is. Cool. Yeah, I'll have to try out some oh, another, of those games. Another one that was a lot of fun was Someone Has Died. Yeah, you guys were telling me about that one. That one sounds really cool, Or basically, too. Uh, somebody, uh, apparently, like, one person is arbitrating, like, the like as a lawyer, like, the, because um, somebody, somebody's possessions died. Mm-hmm. And they get to choose, like, who died, what's at stake in the game we played. It was uh, Smash Mouth on vinyl, on, <laughs> like, all, anthology on vinyl, anthology on cassette, and <laughs> anthology, on, anthology on CD was at stake. And uh, they had to. They have uh, cards that are like for like who they are, uh, what their connection is with the person, and then like uh, one piece of background information, so, and that they, that they have incorporated. And like as the as the different rounds go by, they you'll get like another card, like another round goes by, and like they get a question the other person, and they have final arguments where they get one last card that they have to incorporate. <laughs> And like it's like oh so basically that. it's a legal battle to try and get this person's stuff yeah like oh now my character apparently uh, <laughs> has been stalking him or something like that or some some like I had like a one argument where I was like uh, I wasn't the lawyer but I was just in there I had my connection with the person who died which was for a bunch of bigfoot he left some bigfoot hairs and that was what was at stake <laughs> and uh, my. Uh, my character had only gotten the mail for him one time. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was my connection to him. But you've gotten the mail for him one so, time? And, like, uh, I, I can't, I wasn't, you're not supposed to, like, invent new relationships. Yeah. Unless it, like, organically happens, which is, like, normally that rule. But, like, so it's like, I can't just create, like, I'd be like, I'm not friends with him. I got the mail. I just literally got the mail for him one day. And, like, that's why I'm that's going why to That's why I deserve this Bigfoot hair. Oh, God. That's pretty uh, funny, actually. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. All right. Yeah, I'm excited to play that. Someone has died, you said? Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What have I done? I went to Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros with Peter at uh, the CHS Field Stadium. That's the Saint Stadium. It was a lot of fun. Uh, you got to go like right out on the, the, the field there and hang out in the grass and listen to some cool stuff. Uh, Broken Social Scene also played. Uh, so I highly recommend if a show comes through there, go check that out. Every time I hear Edward Sharp, I think Edward Sisterhands. Edward, it does. It does remind me of that, too, every time I think of it. Uh, but it was kind of cool. Jade's out of the band now, so that's kind of a bummer. Uh, she was really a big highlight of the band. But uh, Jade who? She was the, if you, that that one song, Home, uh, Let Me Come Home. Oh, yeah. Home that's is the, whenever I'm with oh, you. That was a fun song. Yeah, so Jade, the female, she's also has a whole bunch of other parts throughout the band. But uh, she has now left the band. I don't know how many years ago that is now. I haven't really listened to them in a long time. I just saw they were coming. I want to go. Now I know exactly who you're talking yeah. about. Because I couldn't remember any of the music. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, that's and then 40 definitely. Day Dream and Jangling. Those are two really big ones, too. Uh, but yeah, I don't even think the band really played together for like a year or so. So they kind of just uh, went up on stage and played medleys of stuff and kind of like, oh, what do you want to play next? Oh, that's a good one. Then started playing it just like that. 
Uh, so there's no real rehearsal, no set list or anything. Uh, and then time was running out or whatever. So they did like, uh, all right, this song played like a few measures of that. Then somebody just started playing another one. So we started singing along. It's like how tight of a band you have to be to actually know like little cues like that of what you're going to be singing and stuff. So I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, and, and definitely not a hot mess. No, it wasn't. It actually turned out, it seemed like it should have been a hot mess, but it actually worked out pretty well. And that's just the way the band is. There are a bunch of hippies on stage hanging out. Uh, but yeah, the, when they did Home, that was really cool. They started doing this story time thing. I first saw it on Bonnaroo where they found, like, they go through the audience or whatever and hand out the microphone. And then randomly some kid comes up and he's like, hey, do you remember me or whatever? And then like, holy crap, remember you. I guess he had like leukemia in a hospital and they went and visited him and then he after they left that day or whatever he got a donor or something so then they brought him up on stage and everything so it's all emotional really cool and home starts playing again so they did the same thing here and there was a bunch of people talking about different things and stuff and pretty emotional show pretty dang cool uh also that was my birthday weekend so i went skydiving that was pretty dang sweet. I'd do that again in heartbeat. But it's not that exciting. It was you don't have we don't have to talk about no skydiving. no no. The free fall was the best. It was so freaking cool. Uh, yeah, mom do it again in heartbeat too. I went with her. It was on her bucket list. So I was like, oh yeah, this will be a fun thirtieth birthday. Yeah, no skydiving seems like a fun thing. Like I think like I think I could handle it just fine. Just because like I I not great with heights, but like once you're starting to height like it just doesn't matter yeah it really doesn't it it all looks just like nothing once yeah. you're high enough it's like oh everything just looks flat now <laughs> I mean. don't have to worry about a damn thing uh and doing it tandem or whatever that there's like nothing to it you don't even have to think about it uh but uh i don't think i could do it alone like solo skydiving now that would be a big thrill that'd be crazy i don't think it yeah too scary for me but, yeah, uh, well, th- at that point now, like my regular anxiety about like that makes me like d- gets me about other stuff would start kicking in. Like, what if I just don't pull it? Like, yeah. I, I I can pull it. it's right in my hand. And I just don't pull it. Like, yeah. what if I just or do you, that? Because I don't like, want to die. It's like behind you, and then all of a sudden, what if you fumble and you're like, oh shit, where is that? Where is it? Where is it? What uh, if I just like I'm just I just freeze up? Like I <laughs> I all I have to do is I just pull it like a couple inches, and I just don't do that. Like I don't want to do that. Yeah, that's scary as fuck. Uh, but that's why they have when you first start and stuff like two or three people going with you. So if you do freeze up, then they'll pull your cord for you and stuff. But yeah, that solo, I don't know if I could do that. But uh, tandem skydiving, I highly recommend it. It was really freaking cool. Uh, otherwise, yeah, man, that's been that's been it. It was a pretty good birthday, pretty fun. And you, yeah, you guys were in uh, Gen Con when my birthday happened. So yeah, yeah then yeah, that's about it. Uh, Music wise, what you been listening to, man? Oh, I can pull that up. Well, I didn't pull any uh, specific songs off. I, I did have like a Florence and the Machine playlist going for like uh, quite a while. Like just like a bunch of her albums on shuffle, and that was that's she's always a great person. Oh yeah, to listen to. oh yeah. But I also listened to a new album from uh, Jenny Lewis called On the Line, and it was a lot really good. I don't know, actually know if it was her debut album or not, but no, I don't think so. But uh, here's uh, one of them off that. It's Heads Gonna Roll. Kind of torn about Jenny Lewis. I don't know if I like her or not. Well, 
And uh, here's another one off that album called, oh, well, you know, I really was thinking Red Bulls before I, uh, <laughs> before the show today, so I decided to put uh, Red Bull and Hennessy on the list. Looks like a new Wes Anderson movie. Her music video. Oh there. yeah, yeah. That's you got a- Jeff Goldblum in there, and you <laughs> had uh, who was it? It was Beck was in there, and then Jason Schwartzman was in there. I think Saint Vincent was also in there. Oh cool. Yeah, yeah it was. It's a, it's a fun album. Uh, like uh, some like not all of them are like as are good. Some of them like uh, are a little bit more forgivable than others, but. I, I enjoyed that one. I like the more sped up uh, Jenny Lewis. The her slow meandering stuff kind of annoys me, yeah. but yeah, I didn't mind that one. That was good. Yeah. Uh, so just those two? Yeah, just uh, pulled those two off that album. All right, I debated on, because I listened to Bon Iver's new album, and it's fucking amazing, but I'll do that one another time. So <laughs> uh, get ready to have your ears bleed a little bit. But uh, I listened to Slipknot's new album, because I hadn't thought about them for years. and then They're their, still a band, huh? Their unsainted album. I, what's the album actually called? Uh, well, actually, I knew they were still a band, because every once in a while you get, like, uh, whatever, rock things are going on like they always mentioned like Slipknot is playing yeah. <laughs> well yeah they tour like crazy no yeah. matter what but uh yeah they brought brought out a new album like uh fucking five days ago or something like that uh but the album's called we are not your kind and uh yeah i kind of wrote Slipknot off i mean i was obsessed with uh that subliminal versus volume three and that came out already 2006 or 2004 or something like that and it had duality on it like Slipknot is like one of those uh they were like I listened to them a whole bunch of times on 93X, but like you know, 93 I didn't have like radio didn't tell me what the what the artist was that right. was playing. So like I don't know which songs were theirs. I mean, pretty it's pretty obvious when, when if you listen to them in the past. I used to, yeah, two the one for Iowa in two thousand one, the one that came out before that too. I I've kind of been a big fan of Slipknot throughout my youth, but yeah, I never really thought I'd listen to it. So me and Pete were hanging out one day and we're like, hey, let's check out the new uh, Slipknot single, and uh, we both really liked it. It reminded us of Duality. And, uh, yeah, so then I downloaded the album uh, the other day and been listening to it a couple times. But uh, this is the first single off of it called Unsainted.
if you knew Slipknot back in the day and heard this now, you'd be like, all right, Slipknot's back. It's pretty dang cool. I was reading an interview uh, between uh, Clown or whoever he is. He's the, I think he's the one that does the big uh, the kettle drum and stuff in there and the kegans and everything. But uh, he was talking about everybody kind of want everybody kind of says Iowa was their best album and everything. And he talks about well that came out in two thousand one and as we all know that's when nine eleven happened. So it was a very different world at that time and they, we needed some angry music to happen. So that was a highlight of their career with Iowa and everything. And uh, he brought to light well there's a reason why there's all this metal music coming out now and uh most likely whenever you have kind of a republican president that's when metal and everything becomes pretty dang cool again so uh there's a comparison there between the two uh but here's another track from there it's called birth of the cruel i really enjoy this one too So excited! There's a new Slipknot album. <laughs> I'm hurting so many buddy, so many people's ears on this one. Then finally, also have Critical Darling, which I thought this one was pretty nice too. The uh, it has the heavy stuff of Slipknot, then it has a nice uh, uh, chorus and everything in there. Where Corey Taylor always knows how to sing pretty cool and nice, but then he also has that angry voice. But yeah, here you go, Critical Darling. That's so cool. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, what I've been listening to. Next week I'll probably do Bon Iver unless you get to it first. Uh, but Bon Iver's new album is quite amazing as well. I will probably not get to it next episode because I have. I'm still. I got a backlog of albums I have not listened to yet. Yeah, I just saw that that one got released. Uh, I think a couple days ago actually, and and then uh, I just downloaded it while I was doing the notes and stuff for music news and everything. And uh, it's really good. I picked up a Young the Giant album. Six months ago, from this year that came out, and like I thought I you already did, did a young, or was that a different? No, young that was a different young. That, that was like a couple years ago. Oh, okay, I've used okay. it on a playlist before, but like I picked it up like six months ago, and I don't think I, I didn't get around to listening to it. So okay. it's just been, yeah. Uh, that's one of many albums I've not gone to. I like that I'm not playing mine now. It's like, oh, something new came out today, so I'm going to do that one. But uh, yeah, so that was, that was Slipknot's new album. Go check it out. Uh, let's go into music news. Speaking of metal, more metal's coming out, which I'm excited about. 
Uh, last week, Tool released Fear Inoculum, their first new single recording in 13 years. Because this is Tool, and it's a 10-minute, 22-second-long prog metal odyssey, and because these are Tool fans we're talking about, the foreboding length and structure of the new uh, single didn't scare them away from listening to it a whole bunch. If anything, it probably helped. As a result, Fear Inoculum is now the longest song ever to crack the Billboard Hot 100 and uh, the first 10-minute-plus track ever to do so. The song debuted at number 93 on uh, last week's chart and at number 20 on mainstream rock charts. Uh, the previous record holder for the Hot 100 song duration uh, was David Bowie's Black Star, the 9-minute, 57-long uh, title track off his 2016 Swan Song album, which reached 78 later that year. Uh, it seems likely that Fear Inoculum's record, and possibly and probably Black Stars too, has to do with Billboard's use of the streaming numbers in its tally, which gives fan favorite songs a shot at charts, even if they aren't being played on the radio or receiving much formal industry uh, support. Uh, Fear Inoculum is the title track from the new album. Uh, it's the new album is out August 30th, and uh, the first new Tool album since 2006, 10,000 Days. Yeah, that doesn't look like it's doing too good over there. Yeah, no, you have a cord. No, that's could, Casey's. Well, Casey has a cord that is just <laughs> yep. really That's kind of how the Apple ones turn out. Uh, but yeah, if you haven't checked out Fear Inoculum yet, it's uh, pretty great. It's very reminiscent of 10,000 Days, freaking 13 years later. That's crazy. Uh, but here is a little bit of that. <laughs> It's quite good. It already has 6,500,000 views on YouTube. just came out of yeah, the 7th. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds interesting. Uh, I'm, I'm very happy that they have now opened up to uh, streaming, and also they're on touch tunes now for the first time ever, so I can play some Tool at the bar, which is pretty exciting. Uh, but yeah, fuck yeah, Tool, August 30th. Let's see here. Uh, another prominent YouTube channel has received a number of copyright com- claims from uh, Nintendo relating to official game music. Uh, becoming the latest in a series of channels uh, facing the similar fate. Uh, Gilva Sunner's YouTube channel, launched back in 2010, has amassed over two, eight, 862 million views in uh, re-uploads, it re-uploads official game soundtracks for viewers to enjoy without a license to do so, which gives Nintendo the right to issue claims in the question. Uh, but Nintendo doesn't offer any alternatives. At present, fans flock to these channels to... Uh, because... <laughs> Boop. At fan <laughs> at present, fans flock to the channels like these because Nintendo, for the most part, doesn't make the game soundtracks available to purchase or stream via legitimate platforms. Uh, without unofficial channels, uh, 
the what are the fans supposed to do basically uh some are hoping that nintendo is taking down unofficial streams in preparation for their own official music service or perhaps full soundtrack streaming via spotify or full downloads on itunes only time will tell what do you think about that one i mean i often will use youtube if i want to listen to like a nintendo song because i'm not going to try to play that game yeah I'd- right like for example, like the there's like a there's like people were talking about like the the moon song from the Ducktales game on NES. Uh, uh, I think it was a year ago because they were because apparently it was being referenced because apparently like the Ducktales had like a they had like a different version of that for the new cartoon version that oh, okay. they started last year. So it's like, well, I kind of want to listen to the original one because mm-hmm. like I don't know if I've heard that one before. And like I was like, oh yeah, this is really interesting. Like what they managed to pull off with those, yeah. like with that little chip track, like <laughs> making it sound like there's all these different things playing at once, yeah. like really complicated. And so I was like, and like also maybe every once in a while I go on way on and like listen to a Bionic Commando tune or not. Who knows? Like I yeah. might do that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just like I just do that. Although like I don't know if they take down all of it or if it was only if they were trying to like get ad revenue. Yeah, and I don't know for sure what what's because going on. Oftentimes, like a, a lot of what will happen is like um, they'll just be all the like. There's always like music everywhere. Like, hey, mm-hmm. here's like a lyric track, and like they just like don't get ad revenue because they're using somebody else's music, right? Like and that. seen as this person has 862 million views on their uh, YouTube channel, I'm sure that they're he's getting paid some sort of thing on ads. He might, yeah, probably. Like, because so if you see that number, like, well, I'm gonna enable ads. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I, that is a crapshoot, though, because as Nintendo doesn't really have a legitimate place for it. And uh, yeah. I think that's along with many other video game things, isn't it? Although, like, I do wonder, like, if you're going after all Nintendo stuff or if it's only, like, for example, the DuckTales one was, like, Nintendo, but it was also, like, um, like DuckTales, technically, mm-hmm. that, and, like, Disney would have, like, a copyright stuff on that stuff. I don't True. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I don't know. But, yeah, I could, I don't understand why they haven't. Uh, I guess they haven't realized that people well, want to hear some of the stuff. Like why Nintendo's always Spotify been Spotify or something behind the times. On yeah, that's pretty true. Much everything everything. Like, <laughs> they really were against video game streaming. Oh, okay, and stuff like that. So I yeah, don't know. and now they finally started accepting it with the Wii U and everything. Well, like, they tried to do. Like, I think they canceled the program. Like it had to be like, yeah, you can stream. Like you can play chunks of like uh, your of Nintendo stuff for like your videos, mm-hmm. uh, but you have to be uh, you have to sign up with us. And you have to give us all the revenue, and then we'll give a cut of that mm-hmm. revenue to you. And uh, which is, I think they're overestimating like, how much people can make off of like Nintendo stuff, right? And it's like when the Wii came out or whatever. Every other system could play Blu-ray movies, but Wii was still stuck in the DVD for some some freaking odd reason. Well, I mean, <laughs> the uh, the Xbox couldn't at the time. That was the 360 could not play Blu-ray. Oh, really? They had like an add-on or whatever that would cost you a lot more to do. Um, uh, that was the because uh, they had the HD DVD. So PS3, they had the, a different type. Of oh, DVD. that's right. Yeah, yeah. Which so, uh, which everybody still remembers. So Sony just. Uh, I wonder if Sony must have some money in Blu-ray or something. Because yeah, yeah, they do have. Okay, because they that was specifically on PS3, and I was like, why can I not watch these on anything else? Hmm. And right. now everything has Blu-ray. Has Blu-ray. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Jack Black and Kyle Gass have released a new video blog documenting the most recent uh, meetup with Jack White in Nashville to create a new song uh, titled Jack Gray. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, the 17-minute video follows Tenacious D through Nashville tour stop this summer as they visit third, Jack White's Third Man Records as well as his home studio. Uh, he continues, Now we are heading over to Jack White's house to record a single. Me and Gas have been working on a jam. It's not quite done. 
but I think that's uh, where Jack White's going to come in and help pull us over the finish line. This is a legendary collab. The D and Jack Black, everybody, everyone's been waiting for. Now it's here. So I don't know when that's coming out yet, but I'm excited to hear some Jack Gray. I yeah. think that'll be good. Um, let's see. Finally, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of news. There's a little bit. Uh, but finally, Woodstock 50 is officially canceled. After months of setbacks, band pulling out, and financers dropping, uh, the organizers have officially nixed the event just two weeks before it was scheduled to begin. Uh, it was scheduled to take place at Meriwether Post Pavilion in Columbia, Maryland from August 16th to the 18th, and it was going to be free to the public. And uh, it is officially canceled now after all that talk. We've been talking about that for a year now or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, officially, officially canceled. So uh, it's about time. Uh, any news you know of? Uh, yeah, you were talking about copyright stuff earlier. And yeah. like, I had to search online to try to get some of my details correct because it's been a week since I was like, because we were like, uh, this is, we're recording like a little later than we usually do. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, what I want to talk about is uh, so like there's a YouTuber I uh, listen to called uh, uh, his, his channel is called Lawful Masses with Leonard French and he's a copyright uh, attorney, but like he also does a bunch of YouTube videos like talking about like not always copyright cases but like he mainly covers copyright cases and like it's it's just fun to, and like you get to learn a little bit more and like he'll he'll like read through the documents and then like he'll explain what's going on, uh, but he got uh, sued by uh, like or not sued he got a uh, Copyright claimed, which on YouTube is like basically like now you don't get any ad revenue mm-hmm. from that video because he played a uh, 10 second clip in one of his videos for um, uh, Katy Perry song because that was uh, being because uh, Katy Perry had like sampled some other song. Or, oh, yeah. That, that was the argument. Horse. Yep. 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 That, no, that was the argument. I don't necessarily know if like it did or not. Yeah, that finally went through. She lost the battle. She. Lo- it's not completely over. Yeah, I, think, I was like, reading the news today. I guess that's over now. They have to pay some sort of fine. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of silly, though, because, like, apparently, I don't think that she necessarily stole it. It just sound, probably sounded, like, similar. Mm-hmm. But uh, basically, like, they, they a bunch of, like, her lawyers or whatever had, like, a copyright claim that video for having, like, that 10 second clip. Which, and, like, he, argued, he mentioned the video, like, well, technically, I mean, you are already, like, he was, he was, play, <laughs> he was playing the clip that was in contention. So like I don't know if like I can I actually owe, would owe them anything. Yeah. But he like he technically would owe the other artist um, Joy Division, right? I don't know who it was. was. It Joy Di- I don't I think, think it was Joy Division. I can't remember who it was. But um, so what he ended up doing was uh, well he had a video talking about like should he because he got his like he right away had like turned down like a hey un get this claim off my video like and he sent like the emails out to all the lawyers. And they quickly, like it was 24 hours, they had it off its claim. And like he was able to get all his ad revenue. But he like had a video saying, should I sue Kenny Perry for claiming my video? Just because like, a, <laughs> well, copyright claiming like like that type of stuff, those uh, strikes, uh, they're rampant on YouTube. Because it's so right. easy for them to, for people to like search for this something. And like, even if it's fair use, which it was fair use, even if it's fair use, like uh, they'll strike those and then like, these uh, people like will have uh, oh they don't get ad revenue for these videos mm-hmm. then, so I don't know it was uh, interesting although like and when I was looking at like the videos for the the his video of should I sue Katy Perry for claiming my video I I missed that a couple days before that apparently Kraftwerk won a 22 year long sampling lawsuit so way to go Kraftwerk <laughs> a 22 year long wow. Uh, yeah, the it was a Christian hip hop artist. Flame is what uh, they found that she uh, copied 
uh, part of her song. I don't know. Yeah, the song was called Joyful Noise. Yeah. Like there's like there's sampling. Like there's like def- like I get sampling. Like why that's, but like, you know some music is sometimes certain lyrics sound the same. Yeah. Like there's I don't know there's a song entirely about the four chords. It says the jury awarded Flame nearly two point eight million dollars in damages from Dark Horse writers Perry, DJ Luke, Sarah Hudson, Juicy J, Martin Mix, and Circuit. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, no, that's that's stupid. Yeah, they're they we're we're getting way too into yeah. I don't know. It's it's a crapshoot no matter what nowadays. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's go into our weekly theme. Welcome to the weekly theme. The theme this week is Out of Our Element. Uh, I had to confirm with Carlos what this was again. It was basically songs we don't normally listen to but do like type of thing, right? Uh, I just, it was, uh, yeah, kind of. It was also kind of like, a, like just listen to music that you normally don't listen to, mm-hmm. period. And like, just, you don't have, you didn't have to like it. It was just like, all right, let's do a, b- a bunch of these songs. And like, here's one of those. And like, do I like it? Do I not like it? Just talk how about did, it. How did you find some of your uh, foreign artists on your list here? Uh, I asked. Uh, I asked some people for like some recommendations. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, because I, I saw Carlos' list come through. I'm like, how the hell did you stumble across some of these things? Well, one of them is like, it is like a classic art type of music. And the other one, well, it's the Spanish one, I'm assuming, is like more of the ones like, why would I have that on there? <laughs> yeah, that, that too. That too. Uh, but yeah, relatively simple. Uh, what I did was... I couldn't remember and don't know any of the names of half the songs I hear at the bar, but I kind of enjoy. But I went onto the Touch Tunes app. You can see the recently played or top artists at Emma's. And I'm like, oh, that was that song. Oh, that was that song. So there's a lot of songs I didn't list to, a lot of songs I was uh, shown yeah. and do like. I, I would like uh, for one of these artists I would like choose, and then I'd be like, I'll listen to a couple of this their stuff, and then mm-hmm. I'll choose one of the albums or one of the songs. And uh, some of them I like, uh, I'll talk to them about it later. It's like, Wow, I really don't want to listen to any more from this guy. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, you can start it out. What you got? So I'm going to start us off with uh, some progressive metal. Uh, I got a recommendation from uh, Other Matt. Uh, when we were, uh, I asked him when we were uh, on the trip like uh, at Gen Con, hey, can you send me some uh, metal stuff? And then like uh, the day of, like we were originally going to record, like, hey, could you, <laughs> could you send me that recommendation? On, like, text me that recommendation. And so I like went through it like, I'll go with these two because I didn't want to just have like straight up list metal throughout yeah. my entire. Well, I kind of would have preferred that. It made it a lot easier for my list. <laughs> but here's yeah, the Priest of Metal from uh, Tesseract, and the song is Nocturne.
cool. Yeah. Tesseract. All right. All right. Uh, I don't get into uh, jazz too often. So uh, when I heard uh, this guy, kind of, I kind of digged it, dug it, dug it, dug it, I dug it. Uh, this guy, you dig-dugged it. I dig dug it. Uh, <laughs> Grover Washington Jr. Uh, and this album, Mr. Magic, is uh, pretty sweet. It's only like six, seven tracks long, and each one's kind of like 12, nine-minute range. But he ventures more into the funk side of jazz, which I really like a lot. And uh, so, yeah, this, this album, Mr. Magic by uh, Grover Washington Jr., this is the title track from there. Washington Jr. What you got? So my next one is uh, this is my favorite one on my list. I'm just gonna say that uh, this is from it's Icelandic uh, uh, Viking good. metal. That's because say good luck with that name. And the uh, the band name is Skalmold, and the name of the uh, the song is Midgard Sormer, which is the uh, it's the wor- world serpent. Now that means this world is the, serpent. It's it's the classic like uh, the world serpent, the one that uh, you know. Kills Thor at, and like oh. at, at, during Ragnarok, the one that apparently is like around just because like Odin was just being stupid one day, and just what, let it out and it ate everything in the that's ocean. Mead Midgard Summers or it's Skullmold. Skullmold is the name of the band. Midgard yep. Summer is the uh, serpent, okay. the world serpent. Okay, okay. So yeah, it's just a classic like uh, Norse mythology, but like a uh, and apparently a lot of their stuff is like uh, Norse mythology, like singing about which I mean it's Icelandic Viking metal, so of course, <laughs> but. The reason I like the song so much is like you're not gonna be able to tell because it's uh, it's not in English. It is Icelandic, and uh, what it's gonna, what I really liked about the song is the fact that if you look at the lyrics, it's a guy on a fishing trip. He's fishing. He's granted he's fishing for the world serpent, but he's on a boat trying to catch the world serpent on his like. It's just a, he's like <laughs> casting his line, trying to, and he sort of reel it. And it's just so it's, is this it's technically like a, an old Norse fable then that they're singing. Or that he actually, might it might be. Okay. I didn't because uh, I think his name does come up once, and like he's not Thor because he doesn't die at the end. Okay, he just like tries to catch the world serpent for some reason. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of I really enjoyed reading the lyrics. This, this is insane. And wait till you and wait till you hear it too, because yeah. uh yeah, it's it's not quite as happy and everything like we were singing. But yeah, so yeah, here's Midgord Sormer. <laughs> Sweet, you're my 
Midgard Solman. I, I completely forgot. Like Listen the part, up. The part where the uh, where he like he goes a little lighter. That's the uh, that is actually World Serpent singing about like and like he sings out like he took the bait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently I took the bait. I was like, what is that supposed to mean? So apparently it's him yeah, he, he like a short bit of the World Serpent saying he took the bait. It's like I just <laughs> I don't know. I just that's such a great song. All right, I then. found that it was hilarious. And the band was what again? Uh, Skullmold. Skullmold. All right, cool. Uh, my next one is by Two Chains. Uh, yeah, I don't get into rap too often, but uh, here it is. Two Chains. I'm different. Look back at it. Whoa. Look back at it. Whoa. Then I put a fat rabbit on a crapmatic. I am so high, addict. I am so high like a f- addict. I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. Pull up to the scene with my ceiling missing. Pull up to the scene with my ceiling missing. Pull up to the scene with my ceiling missing. Pull up to the scene with my ceiling missing. Middle finger up to my competition. I'm different, yeah, I'm different. I'm different, yeah, I'm different. I'm different, yeah, I'm different. Pull up to the scene with my silly missing. Two chains, got your girl on the silly. And when I get off the silly, I made her meet at the telly. When she meet at the telly, I put it straight in her belly. When it go in her belly, it ain't shit you can tell me. Uh, hair long, money long. Me and broke niggas, we don't get along. Hair long, money long. Me and broke niggas will get along. I paid a thousand dollars for my sneakers. They told you a hundred K for a feature. Yep, that's two chains for you right there. Yeah. Well, yeah, it sounds like sounds like rap to me. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't sound bad. So my next one is uh, I asked Casey for some stuff and he gave me some ideas. Oh yeah, because he's trying to bad. learn all the Spanish. But like, here's like, yeah, he's listened to. So apparently, he's been listening to some Spanish music. There's like, uh, there's actually some Spanish music that I, I like. Some more of the alternative stuff that I sometimes hear on the ra- on the radio. But this one is from Heroes of Heroes del Silencio, which uh, is apparently uh, they're an older band. They've is been around for Heroes a long time. Heroes of Silence or something. Of the Silence, yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, here is Elmar Nocesa from Heroes del Silencio. Nepenne con el impulso de tu risa Arranca mi máscara de tragedia Que vente el huracán, mis telarañas Carente de todo, disidente de nada Muero por impulsos de agonizante grillete Aprisionado por injustas manos Miro mi Sounds like it's straight out of 1988. You see, I think it's because of the sound. Like, it just sounds so familiar, though, and also because I don't understand any of the lyrics. This is why it probably sounds so similar to uh, the Japanese Spider-Man uh, TV show that had they had an opening theme song. Really? It just reminds me of that. Except he's not saying Spider-Man, <laughs> or, like, periodically throughout the song. Like, it just, I don't know. There's something about, like, the 80s and, like, 
not understanding it and like some of the tune music just made me like think you know it sounds a lot like the spider-man theme song i could see that yeah uh my next one is by mr morgan wallen and uh it's called whiskey glasses because i don't venture into country too often but uh i don't mind this one mr bartender hit me again don't want to think about her i wear a ring without her don't want to hit the karaoke bar can't sing without her so make them drink strong because brother she's gone and if i'm ever gonna move on i'ma need some whiskey glasses because i don't want to see the truth she's probably making out on the couch right now with someone bad for uh like uh, it's more of like a like early 2000s sound like for country i I, I prefer that over some of the newer stuff which we will get to (laughs) with my next song (laughs) all right so like this one i had to listen to like a bunch of his stuff before i actually found something that i felt like putting on my list yeah i'm not i'm not a huge fan of these guys i don't mind them but like casey this is another one that casey recommended because he had like yeah uh, toes from zach brown band was like yeah that's a great i think it was toes it's like, yeah, it's like, I like it. Like, my brother likes it a lot. It's like, well, I mean, I'll check out some of the stuff. And, like, I did not decide to put those on here. Uh, and, like, I listened to some more of his stuff. It's like, you know, I don't know. And I decided to go with this one. This is someone I used to know from Zach Brown Band. I was hoping this would be a cover of uh, the Gautier song. But that's somebody yeah, like, that that's I what I thought. Like, I was like, yeah. somebody that I used to know, that'd be a country version. That'd be fun. But nope. <laughs> himself and loves the crowd King pulls a heavy crown Didn't know we almost drowned Someone I used to know Would stay another round Someone I used to know Ran himself in the ground Sounds like Twenty One Pilots or something like that. Uh, no, not or Imagine Dragons Pilots. is what I'm thinking. Somebody oh, yeah. like that. Yeah, I was... yeah, yeah, which is like that's actually one of the ones that I. Those are the only one I found. Like, you know, this is all right. Yeah, that's totally not. I would if I would have heard that on the radio, I'd it, never guess that was Zach Brown Band. Yeah, like it's like some of because like it's got some country in there, but like a lot of his like other stuff. I don't know, like it's that one was all right. The other ones, I a lot of the other ones I listen to is like, you know, I just do not like this music. <laughs> no, yeah, that was it. It's Imagine Dragons or somebody that it reminded me of exactly. I can't remember, 
But uh, I think Twenty One Pilots would be more like a rap, a little bit like more yeah. There, whenever more when that last part, because I was th- I was listening to his voice and I'm like, this really sounds like somebody. And then when that came in there, I think it was probably Imagine Dragons. I was thinking of probably. Uh, my next one is by Mr. Tyler Childress. Uh, Child- Childers, Childers, Tyler Childers. Uh, he's becoming really big, uh, I guess. Uh, and I've been hearing this song a lot, and I like it a lot. Uh, another one I like by him a lot is uh, Charleston Girl. That one is pretty good when I heard that one. But uh, this one's called Feathered Indians, and it's by Tyler Childers. Well, my heart is sweating bullets from the circles it has raised like a little feathered Indian calling out the clouds for rain. I go running through the thicket. I go careless through the thorns just to hold. I tried listening to a bunch of other stuff. I didn't really like it that much, but that song and uh, Charleston Girl are really, really good. Yeah. Uh, what you got for your final? Oh boy, for my last one, I don't even know why, how I stumbled across <laughs> this one. I just like I was like looking for country and then more country, and I, oh, I know I did. I I opened up Pandora, started a new playlist of like today's country, and then I just uh, I first I started listening to songs until I said you know I'm just going to start skipping ahead until I find something I feel like listening to, and then eventually I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go back and just choose one of those ones <laughs> I skipped through, and I'll go with that one. <laughs> Uh, so this one is Gimme Tonight from Love and Theft. I see you looking at me, you see me looking at you. No, I ain't with a girl and you ain't with a dude. So let's boots to the floor. What else did we come here for? No, I know it's strange to get close to a stranger. But honey, your heart ain't in no danger. Baby, I swear. Forever's got to start somewhere. Right now, I just want to dance with Definitely not bad. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, today's country is just, it's, there's, it's, I can't. Like, I, I get, I get like going for like a different sound because obviously you got to change your sound as you go along. And like, for like, you can't just, just be country for like, you got to spend like what? You can't all sound like Johnny Cash because that would be insane. Mm hmm. But uh, and like of course like not even all Johnny Cash songs are great or like there's just like you just generally remember the good ones and like I don't mind any of it really it's just uh but yeah there's no there's no line really between country and pop anymore like, yeah that was like just uh, mashes that, together that last one's like really heavy on the pop mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. 
But yeah, yeah, it is what it is. But I mean, like, although, like, I listen to a lot of, like, a lot of stuff that, like, mixes oh, like, yeah. genres. Same so, here. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just that I don't, it's just not, not my favorite genres to mix or <laughs> my favorite genres. But yeah, but that was the point of this list. It is. Yeah. It is the point of this list. Uh, one band I have never liked, and I don't know if I'll ever get into them really, is The Grateful Dead. I'm not a deadhead. I don't understand it that much either. I don't. I like a few of their songs, but meh. Uh, but Jerry Garcia's solo band, uh, on the other hand, I don't mind it that much, actually. He, there's more singing in it. It's not just totally, hey, let's jam out for two hours and then maybe get to a song type of thing. So uh, this song is called Run for the Roses, and uh, Andy Peterson played this record for me. And I actually enjoyed the record. There's a lot of cool covers on it. Uh, but yeah, this one is the title track from it, Run for the Roses. And uh, yeah, I kind of like it. I forgot Valerie was also on that one. That's a really good album, or really good song by Jerry Garcia. Mm-hmm. But he also has a cover of Knocking on Heaven's Door that's really good on there. And uh, I saw her standing there by John Lennon and Paul McCartney with oh. the Beatles. Well, it sounds like a fun album. It's pretty good, pretty good. Uh, but yeah, that was our theme. Uh, yeah. Pretty good theme. I enjoyed that one. It was definitely out of our elements. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Let's close out the show. <laughs> Unless you had something else. No, I do not. (laughs) Let's move on. Move onward. (laughs) Oh, I like when everything kind of works on the show instead of fails half the show. Yeah. (laughs) It's nice. Uh, Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Soundwave. New episodes are released every other Thursday. The theme for our next show is... You know, everybody makes mistakes. But, you know, I think it's time, like, we have a topic that's, like, about, like, songs about making mistakes. So, you know, the topic's going to be, oops, my bad. (laughs) Oops. I'm writing that down. My bad. Songs about mistakes. Yeah. Like, uh, Papa Don't Preach. I don't know. That, I don't know if that, is that a song about like making mistakes. It's Madonna song about her accidentally getting pregnant and telling her father about it. Yeah, but you can't like calling a child a mistake is pretty messed up. <laughs> hey, it's an oops, baby. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there we go. So yeah, our theme for the next show is oops, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about that. Uh, for updates and more information about Soundwave or other shows, go like us on Facebook at Blind Ninja Studios, or you can follow us on Twitter at Blind underscore Ninja. Flagship show Department of Offense is still live every Sunday evening. Evening, Come join the fun at blindninjastudios.com slash live. 
This show and all of our other ones are available to stream on our website, blendyourstudios.com, or you can subscribe on iTunes so you never miss an episode. Don't forget to review us, because when you do review us and give us a good review, it puts us at the top of that chain there. Once you search, like, Soundwave, I've tried a few times, uh, I keep getting the robot popping up and some other random Soundwave things that are showing up. Well, I mean, so. you should always be getting that robot first, I'm yeah. just saying, because yeah. that's the best robot of all. Yeah, but it doesn't have to do with us. That's no, it, the it, thing. Yeah, yeah, but, like, it's... I don't At even know what's music related. I don't he even, has a little cassette tape that pops up. Yeah, on. I don't even know what that podcast is about, though. I've never listened wait, to wait, it. Wait, wait, yeah, if you search in podcasts and put Soundwave in, or also if you just search in the iTunes thing, it shows up. There's a picture of Soundwave on there. So, yeah. Whatever. We're original. We're definitely original. We're definitely been on there longer than that thing has. Uh, but yes, also, if you just can't get a Soundwave or Planet Studios, you should help support us. At the bottom of our homepage, click on Patreon and sign up. It works like a monthly donation service where you can pledge any amount that works for you, even as low as a buck. Also, if you're doing shopping on Amazon, don't forget to stop our homepage first and click on the Amazon link at the bottom. Do all your shopping like you normally do, and when you check out, Amazon kicks a little money towards us. It doesn't cost you anything. It's really cool. Do it. Uh, questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at or even easier, message us on Facebook. We'll see you again in two weeks.